Kura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. On Access Radio 106.1 FM. It's been a little bit of an issue getting <laughs> everything set up for today, but hopefully the show will go smoothly from here on out. We can only dream. Um, so hi, uh, my name is Emlyn. I will be your radio person for this evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hope you enjoy the show um, so first up this week's topic is pride month it's pride month <laughs> so um, we're going to be talking about that we're going to be talking a little bit about why inclusivity is an important thing why it is important to celebrate pride month why it's important not to gatekeep people like that kind of stuff just having, having a little chat um, but before we get into that I have some stuff from Speak Out that you guys should be looking out for in the coming weeks. So one of the big things coming up is the Out on the Shelves campaign. Um, the campaign week is from 17th to 24th of June um, and Out on the Shelves, if you don't know what it is, it is basically a resource for people to find books written by queer authors about queer subjects. Um, aimed more at youth because Inside Out is a youth organization um but yeah so the campaign during the campaign week people can order bookmarks download posters you can volunteer there's a rainbow display comp out out on the shelves.insideout.org.nz um and we also got a youtube live show happening um as part of the out on the shelves campaign week hosting a YouTube live event on Wednesday the 19th of June from 4 to 5pm with two rainbow two rainbow offers. Um, so that is pretty awesome. Um, you can find that event on Facebook, uh, just out on the shelves YouTube live with Sam and Sassafras. That sounds fun. Um, yeah, so check those, check those out. So with that, let's get into what we're actually talking about this week, which is Pride Month. It is Pride Month. Woo. So June, if you didn't know, is Pride Month. Um, the month has been recognised since 1970, one year after the Stonewall um, Rebellion. Lists it as a rebellion on Wikipedia, which is interesting. Um, but it commemorates um, the struggles that queer people have had to face um, and is all about celebration and um, awareness and really like raising awareness for the issues that queer people face. I just realized, did I introduce myself? I don't think I did. <laughs> okay, my apologies. Uh, my name is Emlyn. Um, I use they them pronouns. I'm non-binary. I'm bi. Uh, I volunteer with Inside Out and I have a terrible memory apparently. <laughs> so that's that's really fun. Um, all right. Anyway, what was I talking about? Pride Month. So, uh, it is Pride Month now, and so you'll probably be seeing like a lot of stuff over the internet about Pride Month. Um, there's a whole lot of um, really cool articles going, like being written. In New Zealand, we don't really we celebrate our prides more in like February and March, I think because it's, like, nicer weather. It's pretty terrible right now <laughs> to be having... When I have a parade in Wellington currently with all of the the rain and the wind and all of that, it would 
probably not be the nicest parade. But um, for those overseas, it makes a bit more sense to have Pride Month around this time. Um, but yeah, just got to go against the grain, I guess. But yeah, so so for me, like Pride Month is a really cool time of year where it's even more kind of socially acceptable to be out and proud. I haven't really made a big deal about it this year because um, I think everyone in my life already knows like <laughs> all of the queer stuff that I've got going on. But, you know, it's it's really cool and to be out and, um, you know, seeing all of these queer people um, coming out and talking about their experiences. And it's a really cool time for people to connect with each other and really come together as a community um, and, you know, talk about our shared experiences, what, you know the stuff that we've gone through, um, the struggles we all face, discuss what would be the best for the community moving forward. Um, so it's a really, it's a really cool time. And I really appreciate, um, Pride Month and I, so I mentioned how I'd be talking a bit about being inclusive, um, earlier in the show, like five minutes ago. <laughs> Look at me trying to be a professional radio person. Anyways, um, so I think it's really important for Pride Month that we don't that we make sure that in all of the stuff that we're doing, we're trying to include all queer people because it's it's quite easy. Like if you look at a lot of Pride merch, there's a lot of the rainbow flag and. It's getting a bit better that you can find some trans flags or some bisexual flags sometimes, but like I haven't seen a lesbian flag in a while <laughs> for a lot of Pride match I buy, and that's a big bit of, bit of a problem because you know people want to be out and proud, and and it's really important to represent all of the members of our community, no matter how. Um, I mean, no matter how everyone else feels about it, like. It's it's important that we show the same support and respect to all of the members of our community than we would do to perhaps the most visible. Um, so that's really important. Um, I mean, for me, like, it really helped me when I was younger and coming to terms with my sexuality and my gender to see other people being out and proud and, you know... Especially so with the more, um, how was the word? <laughs> Not as common, like, uncommon? Yeah, that's that's a word, uncommon. <laughs> um, the more uncommon aspects of my presentation, like, so I came out as bi pretty early. That was pretty easy. Um, I had family members who were queer, so, I, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Thankfully, for me. Not the case for a lot of other people, and it's important to remember that all of my experiences, just that, my experiences. Um, but, sorry, just getting emails. Jesus. <laughs> um, but with being non-binary, it w took a little bit more, and I went through a lot of stress that I probably wouldn't have gone through if there were non-binary people being out and proud. And, you know telling people about 
being non-binary and being queer and and all of that so and it was only through finding another person who identified as non-binary that I kind of had a sense of the language to describe what I was experiencing that I had you know an actual idea that this was a thing that there were other people out there feeling this that I wasn't alone in what I was experiencing which is really important because it's really easy to feel feel a bit isolated as a queer person so that's another reason why Pride Month is is, is really important because it shows us that we're not alone that we've got a whole big community around the world um, there behind us celebrating with us um, lifting us up which is really cool. I'm, yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> so I also mentioned talking about gatekeeping. So if this is one of the not-so-nice aspects of Pride Month, um, well, not Pride Month, but, like, people. Um, so if you're unaware of what gatekeeping is, it is basically people arbitrarily deciding that they... It's their job to police who gets to be part of the community. So, um, base. I've only experienced it myself a couple times, thankfully. Um, but it's been along the lines of people being like, "Oh, um, you're bisexual. That's that's not really a thing. Like, you don't really belong in the queer community." Which d- doesn't happen nowadays as much, but it's still. It's still a thing in some places, which is um, really terrible and awful for the people who are going through that, who think that they've found this wonderful accepting community and then are turned away because of who they are, which is awful. Like, it's it's kind of soul-crushing. So it's really important. I mean, like, it is it is really important to be empathetic and kind and understanding when dealing with our fellow humans in all of this and I feel that gatekeeping it relies a lot on assumptions like so for me I'm uh, I'm non-binary but I am I was assigned female at birth, so I... And I present pretty femininely about half of the time. So about half of the time you see me, you'd probably assume that I was a girl, which is a little bit annoying to me, but whatever. It happens. Um, And I'm currently dating a bisexual guy, a cis male. So when we're out in public, about a, a good... A fair amount of the time, we look like a straight couple. Um, we're not obviously queer, unless I'm wearing one of my plethora of <laughs> queer-themed shirts, because I have a problem and I cannot stop buying them. Anything rainbow-themed is just... give it to me. Anyways, um, <laughs> so it's always been a little bit of a fear in the back of my mind, um, going into queer spaces and being affectionate with him, even though we're both queer, even though we both belong in those spaces, that someone might take offence. Or, you know, think that we're straight and we're, like, muscling in on the queer (laughs) territory, you know? And I'm not a confrontational person at all, so that that kind of gets my anxiety up a little bit. I'm like, ugh. It's not a a fun fun thought. Um, Luckily, it hasn't happened 
so far, but it's still kind of in the back of my mind. Like, I've heard some horror stories of, of people who, you know, were at Pride, even and even for, like, the bisexual people who are dating straight people. Like, they're still bisexual, they still are queer, they still belong at Pride, and they should be able to, you know, kiss their partner at Pride. And yet, it seems like there are a lot of people who don't think that's appropriate, who, you know, especially online, where it's far easier to spew and hate and, and be kind of a bit awful to people, um, who think that uh, that kind of thing is, is not, shouldn't be a part of our community, that, you know, it's bisexual people who are in straight, and I'm making very large air quotes right now, relationships shouldn't still be a part of the community and it gets it gets a lot like worse for a lot of other people like it's it's still not great for bisexual people as a bisexual person myself but like there's been a lot of discussion recently um about whether um asexual people and aromantic people should be a part of the queer community in my opinion i think they should i think they absolutely are um and we should be celebrating and supporting them but there are a lot of people who don't think that they should be included, which is kind of gross. Like, for, in my opinion, what is the harm of including someone? Like, the, the best case scenario of accepting asexual people and aromantic people as part of the queer community is that people feel accepted and supported by a community that they can relate to, that they can talk about perhaps similar experiences with, that they can help rally behind, that, you know. Worst case scenario, I don't see a worse... Like, the, the worst case scenario, maybe they, I don't know, take some resources that could have been used on other people, but the fact, like, a lot of queer resources are pretty, like, you know, I don't know what <laughs> kind of thing that would be involved in. Like, that's, there's really not much argument there. However, by excluding people, by saying you're not a part of our community, you are not experiencing the things that we experience, we don't want you here. Best case scenario, Mm. worst case scenario these people feel isolated and alone and it's which is not ideal um speaking from my own experiences here um for a while i identified as aromantic um i obviously don't now seeing as i am in a romantic relationship um and people change you know identities change i think you know people should be allowed to I was exploring who I was and I really appreciated the support of the queer community and, you know, of the people around me who accepted that and who gave me resources to help deal with that. Um, it was a rough period for me, like, emotionally and mentally and, you know, I kind of struggled with feeling like I was broken because I, I didn't... I hadn't experienced having a crush on someone or something like that. Um, you know, and 
identifying as aromantic and receiving support from that helped me feel better and you know not feel alone and and you know all of that which I think if I hadn't had that support at that time I would possibly be a very different person today I wouldn't be as well adjusted I would have perhaps just gone on being miserable for that entire time which is not ideal and I'm, I'm very glad that I didn't have to so that's kind of I mean and perhaps it's not the best example because I no longer identify as aromantic but you know there are many out there who still do identify as aromantic as asexual and who always will and including them in the community is just it's helping people it's extending a hand of kindness and support to someone who's going through some rough times and saying yeah okay I may not understand exactly what you're going through but you know it's close enough and we can help each other out here it's it's about community it's pride is about bringing awareness it's about community it's about acceptance and I think the people who are trying to gatekeep who are trying to you know keep people out are ruining that a little bit so good things to keep in mind you know um and I said before that like gatekeeping is based on assumptions like if you see someone who you know claims that they are queer they say okay I'm part of the LGBT community and you don't think that they're you know that what they're saying makes them a part of the community like you're still making a lot of assumptions based on what you can see. They might be very private with themselves. They, you know, for me, as I said, I, I identify as non-binary, but I dress in feminine clothes sometimes. Doesn't not make me non-binary, but people seeing me might assume that because I'm wearing makeup and a dress, I'm a girl, which is, you know, is fair. It's, it's what society says a girl looks like. Um... So people making assumptions and being like, okay, you're not non-binary, you're a girl, you're, um, you are not trans or whatever, um, you shouldn't be in this community, that would be incredibly hurtful to me, and it would be untrue, but it's just based on what they can see. So, like, it's very important to not be hasty with this kind of stuff, to not, you know, act in... Um, impulsively to not speak without thinking to take people at their word and it, just try and be empathetic try and be kind and nice human beings that's all I'm asking you know <laughs> don't think it's too much to ask um, all right so yeah this this pride month um, be out be proud remember to ask the people in your life who are queer if they're having an okay time check in on them you know support your friends support your whanau um be there for each other have have a wonderful time and you know all of that um and i think that's about it um you've been listening to inside uh speak out (laughs) 
<laughs> Whoops. Okay. Speak out. The radio show by Inside Out. All of these, all of these names. Um, and on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM, um, I have been Emlyn, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much. See you next time. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.